Hello, everyone. We released a Shooting the Breeze episode last week, and it came out on the day or the day after Chadwick Boseman died. We recorded it before all that happened. But for those who aren't aware, Chadwick Boseman died last week. He lost a battle with cancer, which apparently no one knew about. I I certainly didn't. I followed his movies pretty closely. No, no, it wasn't released publicly until that day. So... Yeah, I mean that's I. It's always weird. Like I didn't know him. There's no like personal connection. But just as a fan, it's it's sad for so many reasons. Just as, like personal at the level that he's a person who died, and everyone knows people who've died or lost someone to cancer. It's awful. And then just as a fan, it's that selfish aspect as a fan. It's awful too. He's so young. I wanted. To, <laughs> I thought we had so much more time with him. I, I wanted to see all of his other films. Like it's it. it and that's the most selfish, probably the worst way to look at it. But yeah, it's uh, a lot of feelings. Seth, what are you? No, yeah, it's, I mean, not only, I mean, it's a loss. It sounds like he was a great person, a very caring and outreaching person, but it's also just like a loss of talent. And it's a lot, you know, anytime this happens, you know, it makes me think about Heath Ledger and River Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman and all these guys that I feel like go too soon. And it, you just wonder about the projects that they could have done did they reach their personal peaks? You know, for Chadwick Boseman, I think he was still clearly on his way up. Uh, and it's just, it's tough. It's tough when you see a talented person not uh, be able to achieve everything. It appears they're sort of about to and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, it was also just sort of striking news because it's like you think of him and you think of the Black Panther, the superhero, and the fact that the news wasn't, uh, known about it. It was just kind of like amazing to realize that this guy, I mean, he was in stage three cancer when he was shooting this film. And it's like, he's in incredible shape. He's doing action scenes, all kinds of fight sequences. Uh, it's amazing what he was able to do while he was sick as well. So a testament to him. And that's, I'm happy that he does have these movies he made because he will live on through these movies as all of those other actors do uh, that I mentioned. So it's like, at least we do have the projects in. So I feel like we should celebrate him for what he did make. Yeah, to your point, I think he really embodied the character in a way that Chris Evans embodied Captain America and Robert Downey Jr. embodied Iron Man and and Hemsworth embodies Thor and and you can go on. But the reason I say them is that those are some of the pillars of not only these movies, but the franchise and the overall studio itself. And he was one of those pillars and they threw him in and I kind of glossed over this in the when we talked about civil war, but they're immediately throwing him up against some of the biggest actors and characters in the whole franchise. And he's not just doing his job. He's knocking it out of the park and he ends up building off it. And obviously became a superstar in black Panther and, and go and in the later movies, he's in them as well. But it's, it's like the hardest thing to do. It's bringing him in the middle of the game. And it's also like, it's one thing that's sort of like have Don Cheadle or Anthony Mackie, like, in an Avengers movie, but it's another thing to sort of have this own, this uh, individual franchise for Black Panther and to really represent sort of like the black experience and stuff where it's like, I think there's some, um, there's a little bit of tokenism, I guess, with those other characters. And it's like, I feel like this really allowed people to sort of like enjoy their own perspective for a change. I, I see as a white guy, I hope this doesn't come off weird. I totally get the tokenism argument. And I do think, there is without a doubt there's supporting characters to Iron Man and Captain America. 
I do think the argument can be made that they're more partners than sidekicks, which is a big difference at the same time. It might be a differentiation without a difference on my part. I, I just think, I do think they do a good job in Winter Soldier and the early Iron Man films of establishing Rhodes or War Machine and Falcon as their own independent characters. That's their loyalty, yeah, their loyalty just is what, but again... I don't think that's a hell I need to be necessarily uh, making plain. <laughs> but yeah, it's, like, it's just like I'm just saying. Like, there's a you know, it's like they didn't make a movie called War Machine. They didn't make a movie called Falcon. It's like they made a movie called Black Panther. And also, what they're asking him to do is much different than what they're asking those characters to do. They're fighting side characters or villains. Right, they're fighting yeah. side by side, and that sounds silly, but it, it's a different thing. Whether and again, there's a lot of CGI for him in those films, but he's still sharing the screen in a lot of these big moments with big characters and big actors who are already established, and it works. And I, I just think he's great. In, and not only the MCU films, also in Defy Blood, he's awesome. I haven't seen all of his work. Now I want to see all of it. But... I've seen uh, the 42 movie. Yeah, I that's great. That. Yeah, Draft it's not that. a great movie, but he's actually pretty good. That's um, how I feel he... about Draft Day, too. Yeah, yeah, I like him in Draft Day, too. It's like, Draft Day's a funny movie, but, like, yeah, he actually, he comes across well in it. I think he had a lot of, um, he clearly had a charisma about him, and then he clearly also had, like, an intensity about him. And it just seems, I mean, and he also has kind of a sly sense of humor. I think he actually, as he aged, I'm sure he would have been able to play a lot of different types of roles and stuff. He was um, like a noble also, swagger. Yeah, yeah, he does. And I, I was going to say, I was like, he, I also kind of like him in leading roles. He has this ability about him. You can kind of walk in his shoes and you can root for him. Um, very likable. You know, it's like he, there was a lot going for him. Uh, and so it's like, uh, again, it's, it's he, he left us too soon. Yeah. I, again, this is like as the most selfish, I don't mean this to be offensive, but even like from a selfish fan perspective, one of the things leading Endgame I was so cool about was I expected them to write off and kill some characters, but you cut off half the original Avengers, letting Downey, Captain America, Scarlett Johansson go. Totally got it. And one of the reasons like you have Tom Holland as Peter Parker, you have Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, even though she's not one of my favorites. But one of the things I do love is I love Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther or T'Challa. And he, I thought he was going to take over the mantle of Captain America. Like, he was the one leading with Captain America and so much of Endgame and, and Infinity War. Just disappointed we're not going to see that. And I, I'm, it, almost, it would have been believable if he lifted the hammer, honestly. What do you think of that? So I was just thinking, with hindsight being 2020, again, this is probably so... I don't know if this, this might sound really petty and gross, but... How do you not go back and just recut it and have him close the fist? Have him take the gauntlet? Oh, that would have been cool, too, if he had done the gauntlet. I mean, I think it makes more sense with Captain lifting the hammer. And actually, one of the... Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But no. Uh, no, I I think if you go back, I think you, you can rewrite it. Or have him get the soul, step, soul gem. Have him survive the dusting. And have him be go with his sister or Koye. And it's them sacrificing each other. Just something. Hmm. You know, well, I'm not going to try and rewrite the biggest movie of all time, so we'll just pretend I didn't say that. Um, but no, no, I mean, and then obviously we're talking about the Marvel character. He could, he was going to do so much more. He portrayed all these famous, famous 
historical figures in these well received they weren't always successfully financial but he was always well received in these like big autobiographical auto like a historical figure films i wanted to ask you um does black panther does that relate to the actual black panthers of the 60s is there any connection to that yes but i'm not sure what it is if it's just that broad connection I was trying to wonder if, like, some of it related to their sort of, like, tenants or, way of, or like, worldview. And and I was wondering if some of the stuff about, like, hey, we'll stay in the shadows and then we'll let our presence be known with our weapons at a certain time. Like, some of that stuff rang a little Black Panther to me. I'll be honest. I don't know enough of what was going on at the time. But I, I will say this. I don't think you can – I don't really believe in coincidence. <laughs> like, they yeah. knew – and also, these were liberal guys. So they knew what was going on. It very well could have been – they were trying to depict them in a specific way, but there's no way you can deny the connection. There's not, I mean, yeah, it, I also felt like there was a little push, like almost a Malcolm X, Martin Luther King aspect of it, where it's like, are we going to be nonviolent, non-confrontational, or are we going to like sort of stand up for ourselves and let our presence be known kind of stuff? I just felt like there was a lot of sort of 60s civil rights uh, sort of stuff in the background, maybe. I think we should save that for the, that pod. Or we should start that combo officially. Uh, we're gonna end the Chadwick Boseman has passed. Okay. Thing. Oh, yeah. um, gotcha. It's sad. We're sad. Seth's I am sad. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Seth, was, I, uh, I don't. I don't think you're sad enough. Can you say it again? I'm very sad. <laughs> now, um, now I know. No, I'm gonna need one more. I am sad that Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> I, that I won't get to see another... Oh, I guess he has a couple movies that he completed that I will get to see. But uh, in the future, I am... I'm, and I'm sad he won't be able to be Black Panther again. I mean, uh, we'll get into that, too, I think, in the next pod. But I think that fact alone, too, is also just kind of, like, kind of striking. Yeah, there's... not In terms of storytelling potential and just what I want... What he could have done with the character, it's disappointing on so many levels. I, uh, and I, I sound like I was making light before. Yeah, we're just uh, just nervous energy. It's, we're, we're both. Yeah, it's a, it's a tragedy that he's gone, and I'm sorry, Seth is so inappropriate before. <laughs> 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 right, good, goodbye, people. Goodbye.